Welcome into the John Clay Podcast. I'm John Clay, sports columnist for the Lexington Arrow Leader and Kentucky.com. And on today's podcast, we're going to talk UK football. The Kentucky football team wrapped up spring practice last Saturday uh, with their final scrimmage of the spring. Uh, They had practice over five weeks, took a week off uh, in the middle of it. Uh, But a lot of good storylines, a lot of interesting storylines on spring practice going into spring practice this year with a new offensive coordinator, Liam Cohen, with some holes to fill on defense. And I wanted to talk about it with Josh Moore, our UK football beat writer at the Herald Leader and Kentucky.com. So let's not waste any time. Let's get right to it with Josh. Josh Moore of the Lexington Arrow Leader and Kentucky.com. Okay, my guest on the podcast is my friend and colleague and UK football beat writer Josh Moore. We are we are recording this on Wednesday, a snowy Wednesday. Josh, what about the snow? Yeah, nothing says uh, spring football like uh, <laughs> snow on the ground or half an inch of snow on the ground. It really gets the, gets the juices going. Right, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, we are going to talk about the, yeah, this podcast is about UK football spring practice, which wrapped up on Saturday. Uh, now we did not get to see, uh, any of the spring practice. They were going to have a practice open to the media. Do we know why they ended up canceling that Josh? Yeah, I don't know. It, it was funny when, because so coach Mark Stoops brought the, uh, um, brought that up. You see, so he spoke with us, uh, <laughs> what, three or four times, probably four times throughout right. the, the spring. And it was like that, you know, penultimate time. He, uh, he kind of raised the idea of, of it and himself. And it sort of, I mean, it seems sort of, it was very loose, you know, I think a loose idea. Like he kind of, you know, I don't know if he felt like he needed to, uh, I don't know. It was really awkward. Like I, I, I felt like it was awkward when it came up, um, you yeah. know, initially. And then it, um, you know, but it, so it sounded, you know, nice. Like he kind of wanted to get the media in there to, to, to look and stuff. And I mean, because it'd been something that had come up a few times. You know, people talking about it. Or I won't say complaining about it. Cause, I mean, I wasn't complaining about it, but I, I think you know it was something some people really wanted to do um, to, to get in there. But um, yeah, I never get, didn't hear a reason why. Like what the? I mean, I guess they could say COVID, but I don't know that. Um, <laughs> that's a lot harder to say when. You know, when you have a, a, a end up having it looks like, you know, K fund members got to come to right. <laughs> the, the scriptures. And so that's kind of hard to, uh, hard to hide behind COVID when you, I mean, because you know, the media, at least, at least, you know, even because you could even cap it, you know, you, like they, you could have said, you know, you know, only 10 and you have to invite, you know, you, you have to respond to, you know, a certain amount of time or window of time or something because they do that stuff for other stuff. So, um, it's, uh, you know, I don't know. It was it was unusual uh, yeah. that it got brought up, and then, then you know, I almost wonder if he brought it up. Um, I mean, I think he probably he probably brought it up without consulting anybody first. Honestly, would be my guess. <laughs> Just kind of speaking off the cuff. But right yeah i mean if they had said you know if they had said okay you know we'd like to let you in but with COVID, we just can't do that uh but then to bring it up and then say well we're, and then turns out they canceled it for, for whatever reason yeah <clears throat> made it kind of different but anyway okay well, let's talk about uh what we do know because we did get to talk to the players and coaches throughout the throughout the uh 
this spring, as you mentioned, we talked to Mark uh, uh, three or four times, and then we talked to Liam Cohen and Brad, the offensive coordinator, and Brad White, defensive coordinator, plus an assortment of players. Uh, let's start with the offense first, because I think that's the big story going was the big story going into spring. New offensive coordinator Liam Cohen installing a new offense. Uh, what what was your overall uh, take from uh, the install and how they think the offense uh, did during spring? That sounds to me like they're going to score 40 points a game. No. <laughs> <laughs> right. If, that's the hope, right? That's the dream. Right. Um, you, uh, no, it sounds, I mean, it, it, it sounded like early on, um, at least from, from, you know, from my memory, it's, it, it seemed like early on the guys um, took to it pretty fast and then maybe struggled with it some there in the middle. You know, it seemed like it took a while um, for them to, to get past like the, that first install, second install stuff, you know, like where they're kind of, it didn't seem like they really opened up things until towards the very end of practice. And that's, you know, that's, that would have been normal for, you know, it's kind of normal, but it also, you know, is even more important this year to get that kind of basic stuff down because it is new offense and it's a new, you know, new, or a whole new offensive coaching staff, really. I mean, it's, 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 you, I mean, you still have coach Bonat and, 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 Vince Merrow, but you know, it's really, when you've got a new offensive line coach and, and a new offensive coordinator and a new running backs coach, that's, you know, where you've, you know, kind of really made your bread and butter in the last uh, few years uh, at, at the O-line and, and running backs. I mean, that's a lot of stuff to, to, to kind of have to, <laughs> to, to take on all at one time. Um, so, I, I mean, even for the guys that have been around, I think it was a, a, a spring where they, they had to learn a lot um, and, and try to, just deal with that and get in the playbook and 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 to me I think you know I don't you know it brought brought up a lot that they want to still do some of the stuff that they've been good at and and how they uh, and you know some of the same plays and I think I think Bo Allen at one point you know talking you know, we spoke with the quarterback one day and and he mentioned that it was that I think is the phrase he used was it looks the same like stuff like that looks the same to them when they're out there on the field, you know, and, 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 you know, trying to execute it, but it, but it'll look different from, the, you know, from what, like how we're looking at it. Right. Yeah. I guess it's in it, and it's called, you know, different things and they're using different terminology. So I think even the other stuff that they're familiar with will still be, um, there'll still be some of that, you know, difficulty trying to translate that into the new offense, but it, it sounded like, you know, I think overall, um, you know, it, it seemed like those last two scrimmages, uh, Stoops both times, you know, was pretty, pretty pleased with how the ball was moving, and I know the players seemed like they were happy with. You know, they were catching touchdown passes. I know Wondell, talk, Robinson talked some about that, being able to, you know, to, to just get the ball moving and the offense going, and and I think, you know, again, I mean, it's it's so hard. Spring is so hard, right. especially when we see anything, you know, when we, you know, because I think, you know, usually we at least get to go see a practice, and then obviously the spring game. Uh, so we can kind of draw our own conclusions from that. But even that's a, a you know, a, a sort of a, a fool's errand to some degree because the spring game. I mean, there's, there's been guys. I've, I think I've covered three spring games. Um, and it seems like there's every one of them. There's been a guy that was like, whoa, like, you know, right. and, and really showed up. And you thought he was going to be really impressive all year. And then he barely even sees the field, <laughs> you know, in in the, in the fall and there's a million reasons for why that might be 
you know, injuries or, or just, you know, or something off the field or, or, you know, just, or it just doesn't, isn't just making the plays, but it's just, you know, so, so you, 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 you know, just based on what we know and what we've heard, you know, I think guys are, are learning and, 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 you know, adapting. And it, I mean, it's, I would say overall, it sounded like it went well, I guess, to, to sum it up. And <laughs> Right. No, they seem to, you know, the players seem to be enthusiastic about it. Uh, there were a couple times when we talked to Liam that he seemed a little frustrated uh, after a couple practices, one in particular. Uh, but overall, it seemed like, well, you mentioned Bo Allen, quarterback. You had two quarterbacks in camp, uh, well, three, because uh, they mentioned Nick Scalzo as well as having a good scrimmage. Uh, but Bo Allen and Joey Gatewood, uh, Will Levis will also figure into it, the transfer from Penn State, but he was not here for the spring. Uh, he won't get here until the fall, but he'll definitely par- be part of the competition. And I think because of that, they didn't really name a number one quarterback. But what was the gist you got from how the quarterback competition went? Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it you know, it, I don't, Joey, from my memory, is the only one they ever specifically said anything about as far as like, you know, it, it, and it's not that what they even said about him was really all that revelatory. It was just, you know, he had a good scrimmage, <laughs> you know, like, uh-huh. like he, um, and I, I mean, I guess, I mean, a lot of people seem to, 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 you know, feel like the takeaway from spring was that Joey was the, the, you know the most impressive of the quarterbacks on the roster that are that were that were you know playing in the spring um which i think you know if you think about it you know because you know my impression going in would have been that Bo would have been that guy just because he felt like it, it seemed like he would probably be just because he's not so entrenched in what they were doing last year as entrenched you know right. he wasn't taken for two reps he he kind of probably you know, he's still more raw, but, but, and then you, but then you think about it. I mean, Joey Gatewood, he, he, he had to learn one offense at Auburn. He comes, you know, he's there a couple of years, comes here, learns, you know, the Eddie Grant stuff and, and is doing that for, for a little while. And, and now, so, I mean, so he, this is a guy, he's already had to do this once, you know, he's already had to kind of go through another playbook and, and figure all that out and, and do things, um, that he hasn't been asked to do before. So, and, and he was a talented quarterback. He was a top 50 quarterback. I mean, I, I, we kind of were pretty well removed from that, but he was a kid that everybody was really high on coming out of a high school, which, you know, that, that is what it is as far as the, the value in that. But, you know, you typically bestow that kind of status upon somebody for a reason. Uh, and it sounds like, you know, he was a guy that's acclimating, uh, pretty well to this thing. I do. You, you brought up Will Levis. I, I mean, it just, it just, it's the, the minute, the minute he announced he was transferring, it was, it sort of made it to where the end of spring was going to be like this, where you didn't, you know, even unless one of the dudes just went out there and, you know, looked like Trevor Lawrence, I don't think there was ever a chance that, that either one of them um, or Nick Scalzo or, or Patrick Delhaughty, I think his name came up one at one point. He's a rock walk on that kind of gets forgotten about. Um, but he, you know, works with those guys and, and he, you know, so that's one of those guys just killed it. Um, it was always going to be like this at the end of practice where I think they were just going to kind of keep their cards close to the vest and, and let people, um, you know, duke it out come fall when, when Levis gets to campus. And I think, you know, it's, and he'll, he'll have as good a shot as anybody. I think, you know, he, cause he's obviously working on stuff there, you know, they're giving him what they can 
you know, coaching wise, you know, through the spring from, you know, just what you can do virtually. Cause I think, um, it just seems like he's a guy that's going to be able to kind of slide in and, and be more familiar with this from the get go. And I think people maybe think he, I think there's some kind of thoughts that he might come in and, and struggle, um, just because he's not been around on campus, I don't think that's going to be the case. I feel like he's going to be a guy that he kind of knows what this is, um, even maybe closer to what this, as far as like the offense, than than even Bo or Joey was coming out of the gate. So I, I think he'll what maybe he lacks being on campus, he, he's going to make up for in that regard. Right. Right. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how the fall goes and how quickly, I mean, will we go through a whole fall before they finally name a starter before the first game, or will they name someone pretty quickly? I guess those questions, you know, we'll have to wait and see uh, when fall practice starts, especially, you know, with the new offensive coordinator. Uh, The one guy who seemed to be who uh, we heard raves about, not that it was any surprise for anybody, especially yourself there, Josh, who saw him play in high school, but it seemed like even the defensive players on UK went out of their way to talk about what a good spring he was having, and that was Wandale, who you mentioned, Wandale Robinson. Yeah, oh, yeah. It was fun. Uh, it's fun having Wandale back. I, I mean, I like Wandale. He, I got to know him a little bit in high school, and, and it, it's, you know, it's, you know, it, I mean, it's obviously fun, you know, one, just having a local kid that, that has a personality on the team, but, you know, it's always, you know, for us, it's always fun to have guys who can talk. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's a but, plus. Uh, That's a definite plus. <laughs> You know, and, 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 but, and speaks, you know, he, he's a guy that I, th- you know, he represents the school well, though. Like, mm-hmm. he, he don't going to say anything dumb. He's, you know, because uh, those guys are fun, too. But, but you know, he's a guy that, you know, he's just very, um, you know, just, you know, he's, he's kind of knows, you know, who, uh, what I like about Wondell as far as like how he's went through the spring, you know, he talked about wanting to earn it um, and not come in and just be a guy that, that it was being handed an opportunity, even though that really was kind of what happened. Right. You know, he, it's very, I, and I think he was even, you know, I think he's aware of that. Like, I think he's aware of his talent and, and aware of, you know, that the situation that he's in and, 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 but that also comes with some, some, some burden on the shoulders. Like there's gonna be a lot expected of him this year. Right. Uh, and I think that's something he, you know, he'll meet that challenge head on as far as wanting to embrace it. I mean, a lot of it's going to boil down to, you know, how that quarterback dynamic works out and what they do, what else they do with the offense and the other receivers stepping up. And, um, but I think, yeah, he's a guy that clearly, um, seems like impressed during this, this spring. <laughs> yeah. What was it? I think Carrigan Valentine, um, mentioned that he, he, he described him as a, as a NFL, you know, a, a NFL right. talent. And, uh, I think it was Josh Pascal called him the truth, you know? So right. he's, he's a, you know, he's gotten some, some, well, you know, a lot of praise from from the defense, and you know, it's it's it's, you know, it, it <laughs> you may it makes you wonder to some degree because there were times where the defense um, seemed like the the staff wasn't as pleased with where the defense was, um, which you know, I, I remember you know, there was a, a practice where it seemed like Brad Watt was kind of upset um, a little bit, and, and you know. I, at first, I was kind of like, "Oh, that's interesting," and then I thought back. It's like, "There's been there were I think there was a practice just like this last spring, <laughs> right?" <laughs> so, so it makes not to say he's you know wasn't actually upset. I'm sure he was, but it's just you know it, you kind of always want to keep that in mind too. It's like to right. some degree that you know the guys you know play well or play good enough, and it you know but they they're just trying to motivate them too. So it, it's interesting to 
just, you know, it'll be interesting to see how that side of things plays out as well. But I, I do think, you know, I guess if there's a big you know, overall takeaway, it seemed like the offense got the better of the defense more often than not spring. Yeah. You know, so. yeah. Well, well, let's talk about the defense. And you talked about the Brad White, uh, what he said a couple of times. What stuck out to you about the defense and uh, uh, coming into this? Uh, uh, coming, of course, lost Jamin Davis. Looks like Kentucky's going to have at least one first round pick in the NFL draft in Jamin Davis, maybe two with Kelvin Joseph, the way people are talking about him, the cornerback who transferred from LSU and played at UK last year. So they've got those spots to fill. Uh, what kind of progress do you feel like the defense made this spring? I, I do think it, it does seem like the. You know, losing Joseph and, and even and Brandon Eccles too, another starter there in the secondary. Um, it seems like that's something they're going to be able to navigate better uh, than the Jamin Davis situation, which we can get to in a second. The um, <laughs> because they have guys, you know, they're young. It's it's sort of the situation they were in going into 2019. You know, when they had when they lost Lonnie Johnson and and, and Mike Edwards and those guys. Um, it looked just you know it. it I think that looked a lot more scary than what this looks like, you know, going football. I think you've at least got some experience. You've got, you know, Cedric George, a guy, you know, back there who's, who's been a starter and, 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 and will probably, you know, slide back up into that um, and who handled that well. I mean, I don't think, I don't know if that guy gets enough credit for, um, you know, he lost a starting job with Joseph, you know, coming in right. like, and, and he, you know, I mean, it's a kid that probably could have transferred and went and started somewhere else um, if he, you know, had kind of had reservations or been upset about that. But, you know, I, I think that's a, a kid that really handled that well and, and you know, is, is stepping up. And a lot of these young guys, I mean, like Valentine again, um, you know, Andrew Phillips is a, is a kid that's going to play some, a legacy guy. You, 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 Devontae Robinson's still around. It's not like he, you know, he's kind of recovering from that injury. Um, but but if they can get him back to, you know, 100 percent, that's, a you know, just a lot of versatility there with what you can do. And, and Vito, Vito is probably the most talented, you know, versatile right. guy back there that uh, I hadn't even brought him up. So I think Vito there's Tisdale. Lot, yeah, Vito Tisdale. Yeah, there's a lot to be excited about with the secondary. <laughs> Thank you. Um, what what concerns you? Yeah, is you, you lose Jamin Davis early um, and great for him, you know, great for him that he's going to look like to be a first round pick um you know next week <laughs> right <laughs> kind of crazy i was thinking about that the other day i was like oh, i keep saying next month it's like no we're it's april <laughs> that is happening next week josh right so, <laughs> starts next thursday the 29th <laughs> it's like it's like we got the draft and then the derby and it's like it's just a major big big sports weekend um right and 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 then you and so then you've got him lee you're he's gone i mean chris oates dealing with what he's dealing with uh, you know, he's a you know a guy that you you were expecting to have, and when you were planning all this out, roster wise, right. and and then you lose Derek Jackson right. to the lower extremity injury um, that is probably going to keep him out for the season. So you're you're really thin. You were thin before that, and you're really thin now. Um, you've got you Luke Fulton, a, a kid from Michigan State, that's probably going to even be more important than he already was in that spot, you know, the, at least a guy that's been in a college program. Um, right. You know, Evan Wallace, you know, I would think if he's, if that kid's as talented as, 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 you know, he, he was hopped up to be, he might be starting this fall. Right. I mean, I mean, that's how they are. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, Wallace is a true freshman who uh, he wasn't here for the spring, but uh, you know, very high on coming out of high school. John Summerall, when we talked to him, he talked about what he said he won the uh, uh, he won a state title in powerlifting, I guess, in Georgia, and then he broke the long jump record of at his high school of Lindsey Scott, who was a standout receiver at Georgia back in the day. So yeah, with uh, considering their depth at linebacker, uh, he's gonna. I would say he's gonna get a strong look very early. Oh yeah, and and I'm not one of the like some of these guys. Some of the guys that cover UK football are a lot better at watching the film and breaking down stuff than I am. I don't I don't dabble in that a whole lot, especially just the breaking it down. I mean, I can watch a guy and you know, tell a little bit though. But but, but Trevin was a guy I remember watching the film because he was kind of he was a late addition to the class, and right. so I was kind of like beat on him trying to learn about him. And he, he was impressive, like, you know, he's playing in, you know, he's playing in Georgia. He's, 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 he's a good state, you know, it's not, right. you know, playing in Delaware or something. It's, right. he's playing state where they've got a lot of athletes and, and it, it, it was pretty impressive watching him on film. So he's, he's a guy that's going to get a look. Martez thrower, uh, another freshman will probably end up being a lot more important now, um, coming in and, 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 and trying to vie for, for some, some, some snaps, um, they might even, you know, they might get creative there with, with what they do with some of their outside guys. I, I think it's, right. Um, they're probably, I was, you know, and, 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 you know, I wouldn't even, I don't know who's out there, but at this point you might not even rule out trying to take another transfer or something. If, if that's something right. like that, um, it's, I would, I would imagine all options are on the table for Kentucky is right now, as far as, um, the linebacker core there. Cause it's just, I mean, it just seems like they've, you know, it, it seems like the whole time I've been covering UK football, they that's been, um, it, it's been, it's weird, right? It's, it's been right. an area where they had really good play and very few bodies. Right. <laughs> like, right. it's it's very, it's an interesting dynamic they have going on. The guys that can actually get on the field are awesome. Right. Um, it's just a matter of keeping them, you know, keeping them healthy right yeah deandre square is obviously the leader of that group inside they just need somebody to go with them but that's a very good point you made about the transfers is is schools are wrapping up spring practice uh and with finally the one-time transfer waiver being approved Mm -hmm. by the ncaa you would think that there would be some kids out there that you know for whatever reason it's spring they didn't they're not happy or not satisfied with where they are and looking maybe to go someplace else so i think that's a good point It, it wouldn't surprise me to see them maybe pick up a transfer, maybe even two over the summer. We'll see. Oh yeah. And, and don't, you know, and people, I don't, this ain't inside knowledge or anything. I don't know anybody who's talking about leaving, but don't be surprised if a couple more UK guys right. leave either. Yeah. Like that's, yeah. You, cause usually, cause you know, we get, there was a lot of guys who, who kind of announced before the spring even got underway, you know, kind of how, you know, that they were leaving the program and, right. and, you know, it's kind of after, you know, like you bring up, you know, brought up, it's kind of after or going into the summer, when you kind of see a bunch of guys depart. So it's a, uh, right. you know, cause you just have a fresh start in the fall or whatever. And, and, and so, yeah, you know, don't be surprised if that starts happening. Right. Uh, Josh, let's talk about recruiting uh, because Kentucky's had a, had a run here in the last few days of uh, picking up some pretty high profile uh, commitments. Talk, talk a little bit about who they picked up, especially here over the weekend, this past weekend. Yeah, yeah. The the past weekend, I mean, you 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 in a span of what was it? You know, twenty five hours, I guess, twenty six right. hours. Had you had you know, so two twins out of Nashville or the Nashville area, um, Destin Wade and, and Keaton Wade, who are going to just. <laughs> I did it like three times. I was trying to tweet out the stories and 
and it, I, 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 their names, I can spell their names, all that stuff's fine, but I, <laughs> I keep getting flip-flopped which one is which position. <laughs> so, so, so Keaton, you know, if you Keaton with a K is the um, linebacker who mm-hmm. – the higher rated of the two, an outside linebacker who's, you know, regarded, you know, top 25, top 20 guy at that position in the class. Um, people are really, you know, really high on him. I saw some people talking about him as a, you know, he, he's, he's a, you know, NFL line, outside linebacker. I, I mean, it's so hard coming out high. It's like, I, I, I will listen to that later. Like, I, right. <laughs> I don't, there'd be plenty of time for that. Yeah. Like, yeah, that, that stuff I can worry about later, especially with a guy that's, you know, because there's a lot of these guys that have these size and these measurables and stuff, and just a lot of it depends on what they do in college and how they, what they, how they build up in college. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and then you know, Destin's a, he's a quarterback at Summer High School, which is where they where they both play in Tennessee. Um, he's listed as an athlete. It sounds like you know I think most programs are kind of recruiting him more as a defensive back. Um, I think you know that's probably what he would end up playing at Kentucky. Um, but he, it's you know his you know I spoke with his high school coach Brian Coleman, uh, that their high school coach Brian Coleman, and and he, you know he said that that's something that 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 Destin would be cool with. You know he he's fine going and and being a defensive back at the next level, but he wants to at least try quarterback and at least get an opportunity there. And you know it's interesting if you're Kentucky because right now you know because you know talking about recruiting they had a loss you know a couple weeks ago with Gavin Wimsett going to Rutgers, right? You know kid. Quarterback um, from Owensboro. You're kind of sitting in a spot where, what do you do as far as quarterback goes? Do you even try to recruit one now for the class? Because you, I mean, they were pretty all in on Wimsett. So, right. do you do you just say to heck with 2022 and and don't add a quarterback or consider you know maybe maybe you consider Levis as sort of your quarterback or you bring in another transfer or something i think that you know and then if you look at it that way destin can kind of maybe he's kind of your your flex you know he's your quarterback or whatever you kind of want to call him coming into the class right Uh, so so that'll be interesting to see because i think you know i mean it's just so late now in the process it's not late i mean you can always pick up a guy at the end but you're you're if you're talking about a quarterback and if you're liam cohen would you rather worry like worry your ass off about trying to add somebody in 2022 or really try to go in 2023 and get a guy like you know like what you wanted with wins at a, 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 a you know a surefire you know starter um in, in next class and try to build from there so i think you know that'll be interesting to see how they navigate that um and, and then you know, <laughs> yeah the big guy keontae goodwin right uh now you talk now if you want to throw around future nfl player I'll listen with him. <laughs> <laughs> he looks the part, that's for sure. He looks like he could go start for the Bengals today. I mean, he he's a big old dude. Uh, just, I mean, it's it, uh, it just a you know, just rock solid body. I mean, a kid and a great story. I mean, it's 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 a kid that that dealt with weight issues and has been recruited by UK and a lot of big programs for a long time and and and. UK was kind of always the one that hung out, you know, and stayed there and, and kind of kept encouraging him as, as the, he was dealing with weight issues, got up to 420 pounds, 425 pounds, and, and really just 
I mean, doesn't look like it now. I mean, it looks like a kid that he carries the 300 well and, and just, just, I mean, <laughs> not only he, you know, started out in high school in, in Louisville and now plays across the river in Indiana. Uh, I wish he, I hope, I would like almost wish he transferred to Trinity or something just to, <laughs> just to, watch just to go, go watch him. I guess there's, you know, it's not a long drive to Charleston, Indiana. I guess we can go watch him, you know, still, but it, it's just different, you know, it's right. not knowing the stuff, but it's, 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 it's a man. I got to speak with his high school coach um, while he was there. He was very, uh, um, obviously complimentary of him and, and just how the person he is. And he comes across as a really you know, thoughtful kid and, um, it, it, you know, really wants to take care of the family, you know, kind of like all these guys wants to do, but he, he, he's, he's, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to be really interested how he develops, you know, once he gets into college and, 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 and he's a guy, you know, I, I definitely don't think you, he's, if, if all these big recruits, they're, they've kind of picked up along the way so far, he's probably the one that you're going to still have to recruit, you know, as a commit. Right. I don't think he, I think he's very solid with UK. I think the relationship there is, is, is dynamite. Um, but if, you know, there are going to be a lot of kids that are committed to Kentucky and elsewhere that because of the situations with, with COVID in the last year, you know, they've not really gotten to take visits and stuff or do official right. visits. And that stuff will get lifted probably over the summer at some point. So, you know, there'll be a lot of kids take advantage of that, and they should. Right. I mean, it, you know, it's their right, and and whether they're committed or or not committed, and and you know, they may just do it just to do it. You know, so right. I would. Right. <laughs> no, they'll be they'll be just because he's committed. Kentucky doesn't mean other schools won't are going to just shut it down and not go not uh, talk to him and not try to keep on recruiting him. Uh, so. Uh, yeah, we'll see how that. As you, it does seem like it's a pretty strong commitment to Kentucky, but uh, I'm sure that's one they'll have to be sure and pay attention to and maintain. Uh, you know, until they get his name on the dotted line. I saw a video. You probably saw it too on Twitter of him running with the skill position players uh-huh. during a workout, and he was right there with the skill position players in his high school. So <laughs> he's a big yeah, guy that, who can move. It's one thing to that, be a big guy. He sure looked like in that video. He's a big guy who can move. Yeah, that was uh, impressive, and that's what makes you when when people are throwing out, you know, first round pick with him attached to the the the, the label. That that's what makes you think that could actually happen. Because I mean, that, I mean, if you're that fast and you're that big and you can maintain that through college, and and and, and sh- I mean, I mean, he, I mean, this is a he could be the number one pick. I mean, like that's how. Uh oh, you're going out on a limb there, Josh. I mean, that's how. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a huge limb. I mean, it's a huge limb for a huge guy. But I mean, that's the yeah. kind of you know, if you display that and you play, you know, up to your potential in, in college, that's the kind of conversation you're putting yourself in. Yeah. Well, obviously, a lot of momentum for Kentucky in recruiting uh, for uh, this upcoming class about getting those guys. As you said, losing the kid from Owensboro. Uh, but they turned right around and got that uh, momentum right back by having such a big weekend, and and they also got a tight end. Let's not forget him over the over the weekend. A little bit about uh, uh, Josh Caddis, right? Isn't that his name? Yeah, yeah. Now it's it's funny. We've we've sort of gotten to a point where a three star commits, and it's just like, oh, yeah. like <laughs> that used to be a big deal, you know, a right. really big deal, right? <laughs> tight out of cool. Cincinnati, Moeller. 
Yeah, and it's still a big deal. He was the first year. I, I was kind of, you know, taken away because like, I hadn't really thought about it until he committed. Like, he was the first Ohio kid that's committed as part of this class. Usually, right. they've got four or five up to this, three or four or five up to this point. And right. it's a, uh, he's the first one uh, from Ohio, you know, basically Kentucky North, really. Right. Um, and you've, you've, you've got, uh, um, you know, he's a Michigan. That was what really, you know, I found interesting. He's a, he's a, his dad played at Michigan and played, you know, a little while in the NFL and, and, and had a good career. And, 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 you know, he, he had an offer from Michigan and the only photo the only, you know, as far as like when you go through like the kids timeline on Twitter and because I go prowling for that stuff, trying to find pictures, you know, that I can use that are, le- you know, like we can use, you know, right. legally and, and play one that, uh, you know, you see is him and Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh standing together, you know, probably one of, on one of his first visits. Um, and it's just funny to think that, you know, your, your, your dad's quarterback, uh, you know, couldn't talk you into coming to his school. Right. Um, and, Maybe, you know, who knows why that, you know, there could be many reasons why that didn't happen, but, but it's, it's, you know, it's great. It's a great, it's a great look for Kentucky. I mean, I'll say that to, to be able to say that, you know, um, and, and to add another tight end. I mean, they've, and that's a position they've clearly been able to develop guys and, and do things with guys. Um, and, and it probably, I would say it, what, what I also kind of took away from it is it it probably speaks favorably of, how Brendan Bates feels about his time in the program up to this point. He's not played a whole lot. He's a guy that they kind of got on the field a little bit last year. I believe he, I think I remember him dealing with some injuries there at some point last year. Um, but, uh, you know, he's a pretty impressive physical kid, another kid from Moeller. Um, they probably, he may have, they may have crossed paths. I'm doing the math there. They, they probably at least know each other. I know they've talked. Um, I don't know if they ever played together, but so it's a, you know, that molar pop line. You've, uh, you know, I don't know if people remember Mark Elder who coached at Eastern Kentucky. He coaches there now at Elder or at, uh, at molar. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, so that's a good, you know, and that's a school that every, you know, occasionally produces some pretty good talent. Um, and, and that, that Cincinnati area, they're, they're staying pretty, you know, again, I think it, it's, you know, part of the whole Ohio pitch is selling these guys on coming to play at the nearest sec school. But for that area in particular, I mean, you basically really are in Kentucky. Right. So it's another, another kid who's committing in a couple of weeks. Alex Afaris is that same, um, you know, in that same boat, he, he plays it. I think it's Lakota West in Westchester. Um, there's a Lakota East. So I better be careful. I'm pretty sure it's Lakota West. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. uh, um, you know, he's a, he's an athlete and, and you know, I think you know, I believe rivals has him as a four star. And, and he's, I think a lot of people think is going to hit Kentucky, but, but they're definitely one of the final five schools he's got. And it's just, uh, and you know, speaks to, they've got a lot of momentum going on right now. And it's a, uh, you know, I, they're not going to finish. I mean, they're not going to finish as high as they are right now. I think they're 10th nationally and, you know, like fifth in the sec, fourth in the sec. And, you know, that, that's just going to just through, and through no fault of theirs, it's going to change because Alabama is going to add people and LSU is going to add people and Georgia is going to add people, but they right. could finish. They're really setting themselves up for what definitely on paper could be the best class they've had under Stoops, which is saying something because they've had some pretty good ones. All right. So. No, no, definitely have a lot of momentum. So 
We'll keep an eye on that as uh, that plays out. Uh, we'll keep an eye, obviously, on the summer opener, September 4th <clears throat> against Louisiana Monroe. That'll be here, although there's snow on the ground, Josh. Uh, we got summer, but that that September 4th will probably be here before we know it. Um, anything else about the spring before uh, we wrap this up? Um, I just want to say I'm just glad that it happened. You know, it, it's, it's funny. <laughs> That's right. Back, you know, thinking back to last year, just how – dire and dreadful everything looked i mean it was literally it was during last spring that you know we they got about a weekend and the world changed right i mean it's just you know i've been thinking about that a lot lately about how you know, it's, you know and everybody has where it's been a year you know about now a year plus since everything changed here in the states at least and just how you know it's it's, it's you know it still, it still feels weird there's a lot of things that are still odd about how you know the world is right now but it's you know we're inching back towards normalcy i think and it's just you know i hope you know i hope that you know, i hope the crowd you know that beginning that full crowds at kroger field this fall and, and right. kind of be back to you know we don't have me and you don't have a a, a, a plexiglass between us and the right. <laughs> you know right. in the press box the, all that good stuff i think uh you know even though we didn't get to see anything from the spring, I think it, it was, it's refreshing too that, you know, just how it's, it, it's, it does seem like everybody's really excited about the direction of where things are going with the offense. I mean, I still, you gotta, you still gotta do it. You still gotta show it. Um, but it's, it's kind of fun. It's kind of infectious. It gets you kind of, you know, really excited, you know, even more so than normal to just see and, and cover this team come fall. Oh yeah. You know, I'm, I'm very excited to see the offense and see uh, what it's going to look like and uh, you know, how, Liam Cohen does in his first year and how it does against SEC defenses. Uh, I think that's going to be a great storyline uh, for the season. Uh, and we'll be there to cover it, but we'll have some other coverage, obviously, during the summer. There'll still be things going on, as we mentioned. Who knows about what's going to happen with the transfer portal and uh, who knows what's going to happen with other things going on in the program. So be sure and check out all of Josh's coverage. Follow Josh on Twitter at HL. We'll have some more podcasts during the summer on football. We're not going to we're not going to leave you behind, uh, UK football fans. We'll have some podcast stuff. And we've got the draft coming up next week. We'll pay special attention to, as we mentioned, with Jamin Davis, Kelvin Joseph, Drake Jackson, Landon Young. Uh, I think there are going to be several UK players who are going to be drafted next week. So look for that coverage as well. Josh, as always, thanks for being on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Anytime, John. It's always, always a pleasure. Always, I always look forward to it. I like just talking. Talk. If, you know, getting, you know, if the, the easiest part of my job is talking. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We're good at talking. <laughs> now, when it comes to the writing part. No, well, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> But it's easier just to talk, isn't it? Is that what you're saying? Well, you just don't have to. You know, it's like <laughs> you're, you're forming thoughts, but you're right. more. It, it's 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 just it's it's less. Uh, I don't know. I'm the type. I don't know if you're like this, but when you ride, when I ride, I I just I can flow. Like I pretty I can flow. I can get things you know to paper pretty fast. Right. But then I just at it like it, it and it's you know <laughs> now that I, when I do it uh, you know when you're speaking it it just you know it goes out there and there you, you know. Yeah. All I want to, but it's uh, it's out there. So <laughs> there you go, there you go. Well, I appreciate it. That's right. Well, Josh, appreciate it, and I'll be talking to you again soon. Awesome. Stay warm, John. You too.
Okay, that'll do it for this edition of the John Clay Podcast. My thanks, as always, to Josh Moore of TheirLeaderInKentucky.com. Like I mentioned, follow him on Twitter at JoshMoreHL. Check out all of his work on Kentucky.com and the print edition of The Arrow Leader. And as I always remind you, you can get a Sports Pass, sports-only digital subscription to Kentucky.com, $30 for the first year. Go to my Twitter feed. You can follow me on Twitter at John Clay IV. At the top of the feed, you'll see the pinned tweet is all about the Sports Pass sports-only digital subscription to Kentucky.com. Like I said, it's $30 for the first year. Check that out or go to Kentucky.com and hit on that subscription button and check out all of our offers uh, for the print edition of the Arrow Leader and digital subscriptions to Kentucky.com. We really do appreciate everybody who supports our work at Kentucky.com and the Lexington Arrow Leader. We appreciate everybody listening to this podcast. If you get a chance, leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, Stitcher, Tuned In, Google Podcasts, or iHeartRadio Podcasts. Uh, like I said, we'll have some, we'll have plenty more podcasts coming up throughout the summer leading into the fall, so check those out as well. And like I said, you can follow me on Twitter at John Clay IV or drop me an email, jclay at herald-leader.com. Thanks again for, to Josh Moore for being on the podcast, and thanks to everybody for listening. We'll be talking to you again soon.